Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, a show where you come for your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond, it's DL. Hello, Tommy. How are you, mate? Welcome to the multiverse. <laughs> Versions of this podcast pending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can imagine some of the different variations of us out No, there. it's pretty much all the, the same shit. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's all terrible, and no one listens. <laughs> um, how you been, dude? Hey, I've been good. I've been good. What about yourself? Yeah, busy, man, but, but good. It feels like it's been... Um, there's been a lot of like good stuff that I'm catching up on in TV and then lots of stuff in theaters that I watch. This is actually I've been so busy. I yeah. I need you I'm going to lean on you for most of this this week. Oh, well, it's it's <laughs> yeah. I just mean like every time I'm through with something there's something else for me to catch okay, up on. Okay, all right. So all right. I, I got a backlog and I'm and I'm getting through. So I'd love exciting. I'd love to say I'm the same. This week's just been hectic, man. Wall to wall like beside it not raining like i've just managed to spend some time it's outside it hasn't been yeah raining. i know i've just been like this is what outside feels weather. like <laughs> yay good chat weather oh yeah jesus what's mm. happened to us we are on business today because for once we're recording on a friday don't so, tell my boss what time yeah exactly so basically <laughs> we're taking a bit of time off work to do this but let's not talk about that let's yeah. talk about what you've been up to wait before we do that there yeah. will be time codes in the description so if you guys want to listen to us banter about our days feel free otherwise you can jump around the main if you haven't topic... already realized that though you 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 just listen to the banter so yeah you basically the, yeah, anyway. the, ba- the banter is the best um, part that's what people listen to yeah i looked at the stats the other day and apparently people drop off way before the end so <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's mainly for the banter i think okay. that's we could just do episodes on that if that's what people want yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair call, fair call. <laughs> what, what have you been up to buddy uh i actually started uh, i finished death loop which was a you know good game great ending recommended already talked about it a lot so i'll skip on um well give me give me an overview of the ending then like you recommend spoilers. it must be good no yeah, well, there's a couple don't, don't spoil it no there's a couple endings okay based off decisions it's one of those. you make um but yeah and and one of the endings leaves leaves it open for a sequel for Ooh, sure fun. so we'll see i mean i think it'll get one it's pretty critically acclaimed i don't know how the sales have been but i found out i found out this week by accident by being on the wrong youtube video the elden ring apparently has different endings as well I mean, most surely it does. It's a I, massive yeah, RPG. I, I didn't think about it. I, I just thought I was just enjoying exploring. I thought, oh, how do I do this one bit? And I flicked on and it went into all the different endings. And I was like, why am I still watching this? Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> classic you. Just get yourself spoiled. Yeah. Um, what else have I been doing? I've been reading a book on crypto. Oh, just wow. Just to try and understand the world of crypto. And in between that, I'm reading multiple books. Reading uh, Finishing Wise Man's Fear, which is, again, the series King Killer Chronicles. It's oh, yeah. the last one. Well, there's another one that he hasn't written. It's like another seven-year gap. He's working on it. I'm worried that I've just put myself into another position where I've got like my favorite favorite fantasy series. It's just unfinished. Yeah. So it's like, great. Does anybody finish books? No, never, ever. No. Um, But it's so good that I can't stop reading. I've I've juiced it for a while, though. I've been reading this for like six months. Okay. All right. I realize when we do this, this segment, which is probably my favorite segment of the show. um, It's not. But um, I, I do like talking about the things we've been up to. That we don't ever come back and say, like, like uh, an example, right? Yes. We were talk- you talked to me about a TV show called Yellow Jackets about three or four weeks ago. And you were telling me how much you loved it. And we never came back to explain whether the ending was worth it was watching. Good. Yeah. yeah, okay. But I think that, like, when I was watching that, I was pretty much done with it. So I didn't want to spoil much of it for you because I thought you were going to watch it. But it was, right. I, it's basically a more put together and succinct lost at this point. Ah, okay. So if you enjoyed Lost, I would say check it out. Maybe maybe we should frame this conversation like that. Do we recommend the things we're talking about? Yeah. Because I sometimes talk about (laughs) things and I'm like, do I recommend that? (laughs) So far, I do recommend that. Um, I recommend Deathloop. 
I've started Horizon Zero Dawn. Like it looks really. It's so far. It's pretty. Zero fun. Dawn, not the second one. Yeah, so okay. I start with the first, right? You got to start with that the first. That would make sense. Um, like it, but I'm sh- not really sure I'm like mentally prepared to start another massive game like yeah, this. I'm kind of like, oh, God, yeah. this is about to be a lot of time. So I'm kind of like barely cracked the surface. And then I, I'm halfway through Moon Knight, or I'm oh, yeah. on episode four. Yeah, so I was having a conversation this week um, with a friend of the show, Ollie, who, you know, he's a dad, doesn't yeah. have that much time. And he said to me that he dropped off watching the, the Disney Plus TV shows because of how poorly he thought the uh falcon and the winter soldier show was and he agree. hasn't even he hasn't even touched moon knight and i'm like it's the be- it's probably the second best one for me anyway it's top three what do you think is better than it uh loki yeah standard and then you could argue one division i don't think i think i haven't one finished division, it yet so i don't know but yeah one i haven't, I haven't seen the last episode yeah. yet so the last the, i i think the ending of one division it gets stronger but at the very beginning, it's way too weird. Well, it's like way too weird. The mystery. I mean, like week by week, it was pretty annoying because you're like, "What did I get this yeah, week?" Yeah, exactly. much. But uh, I thought it was just like creatively different. It's very different from Marvel. So, and I think like much how I feel about today's main topic, it didn't push the story along that far. It just was kind of contained. Well, it kind of did, and then like the main topic this week kind of just redid. But yeah, like, anyway, we'll, we'll I, get I to feel that. I feel like it made all these steps forward and then just at the very end went, yeah. rewind. <laughs> yeah, seriously. The um, Castlevania season four is just weird. Oh, really? Do you remember it? Have you seen this far? I I'm, feel like I must have stopped at two or three. Like, I'm, I, it's like going all over the place. But again, BDSM? I keep going. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's not that anymore i'm coming back to my guy i don't yeah. know anything about the thing you're talking about tell me about this bdsm animated thing you're watching <laughs> please, please don't do please that. tell me more about please this don't do this to me on the podcast right <laughs> now. uh the it's it's interesting i keep watching but i'm just like well, they're just introducing crazy concepts with no with no premise that's the word i'm looking for um and then outer range which is the one with uh old mate um, is that the Josh Brolin one you talked about? Josh Brolin, yeah. He's, You're watching about 12 things at once. How are I know, you doing I'm just it? Like, I'm, and I'm reading four books. I just don't finish anything. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, well, which which sense, makes yeah. for good chats now because I can't really give a full opinion on any of them. But no, this one's really good. And the last two episodes are coming out. It's a good like personal character story mixed with sci-fi that's like the sci-fi isn't the center of it so oh that's good so far we'll see how it ends but i've really enjoyed it so far i'll report back next week with the finished product i think based on your recommendation that's one i may come around to i've been i've been a little off um been a little off tv for the last few weeks so you're a little off josh brawler yeah no never way fan cast i love pedro but how good would he have been for joel oh in uh, the last of us yeah I think he's too thick. If you could lose a bit of weight, it'd be great. <laughs> does, that doesn't matter. Yeah, it does though. It, cha- it takes <laughs> me out of character. That's <laughs> so ridiculous. I know. <laughs> I just think he'd play uh, Joel really, really well. Yeah. Like he's the perfect like candor of like aggressive, but like could probably be heartfelt. He'd, he'd want everything with guns in the air immediately. Yeah, that's what he'd want. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> anyway. No, that's cool. I think over. I might come around to that. Uh, but like I say, I'm, I'm a little off. TV shows right now, I find everyone I start, I fall off of within a couple of episodes at the moment. So there's a lot of like just above mediocre shows. Yeah, right now. which I'm struggling with. Yeah. So one thing we started watching was so my partner has never watched the first episode seasons of Stranger Things. Oh wow! So I want. I mean, I, we've talked about this on the podcast. I've waxed yeah. lyrical about this. That first season for me it's is it's Mount Rushmore first season of TV shows. It's phenomenal. So we're most of the way through. That. I think we're five episodes into that. It's eight season eight episode season it's great i mean it's it's everything that it was the first time around i watched it it's yeah. phenomenal except now like 
I can look out for the little details in the background and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the thing I love about it as well is I've realized that the budget on that first season must have been tiny. The graphics outside of the monsters are fucking terrible. <laughs> the monsters were good, though. Yeah, they were good. But what other stuff happened, though? I'm so there's a scene remember. when the bullies catch up to Mike and Dustin. Mike. And they say to Mike, <laughs> I'm going to stab you, mate, unless you jump over this quarry cliff, which would certainly kill Oh, him. yeah, I forgot about that. And he jumps, and she catches him with his mind and brings him back up and then snaps the bully's arm. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. the scene where he's, like, flo- levitating in midair, awful. Yeah. Like, so, like badly composited, like, yeah. looks out of place, too big for the size of the screen. I, I remember that, Bad. like, the, the I vividly remember that the big, big drop was huge, and then he was, like, massive compared yes. to it. Yes. I do remember that. Yeah, I'm thinking, weird. like, that was a bit weird. Doesn't um, quite work. But other than that, like, it's yeah. phenomenal, right? Like, I just, I kind of bemoan the fact, like, and this, not dissimilar to the Game of Thrones conversations we repeatedly have, that they got more it's budget for the later episode. No, today. it's not going to. Because there's, there's some news. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> that they, they got more budget for the later seasons because season three, for me, good as it is, I feel it suffers from uh, hyperactivity. Like, it's there's too much going on. It's too bright. It's, it's Game of Thrones 80s. or Stranger Things? No, 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 Stranger Things. Okay, it's too 80s. Yeah. We'll come around to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I feel like if they could have kept that budget a little lower and just made it, you know, just a bit more of a personal tale, I, I realized as well that, I think one of the really key points that first season is that will the Will Byers searching for Will Byers story. You know, like mm-hmm. he's obviously in the upside there's, down. There's a mystery. Yeah. The mystery, because that just adds an extra element to it. It's not just the bad guys. Yeah. And I feel like the second and third seasons really lack that person, personal... Mystery. Yeah. yeah. And it's it, there was like out. still mysterious elements, like the fucking weird radio tower and like... Yeah. But it wasn't like grounded in like the, all the characters should care about it, right? Yeah. Like, and whereas it, like a person goes missing, you're like, what the fuck's happening? And everyone can relate to, you know, like... Yeah. If one of your family members went missing, you would be devastated. But what I did like about the season two of that one is like they they ground they changed it and kind of grounded like if one of your friends was like literally possessed, how do you deal with it? Yeah. Which and those there were some creepy moments in that. I remember he's like, it likes it cold or something, <laughs> and I was like, that was fucking creepy as fuck. <laughs> like what the fuck? This kid is Ooh. weird. Like if that was my best friend, I'd be like, oh, you're kind of sus now. I don't know if I can Freaking hang out me with out, you. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm going right, to start saying kinda... that to you when you arrive every time. He likes it cold. <laughs> I'll start opening the door so you completely <laughs> naked and just saying that to you. That, oh, that's God. too weird. Please don't. Um, outside of that, I started to watch another TV show, which I'm pretty sure is a Netflix original. And I think it's Norwegian based on the um, based on the dialect. It's called Ragnarok. And I mean, that fits very nicely within a lot of things we talk about. But it's essentially this teenage kid who goes to a little town in the middle of nowhere because his mum gets a new job and it mm-hmm. turns out there's all these weird shit going on and he meets a weird old woman and you think he's maybe a reincarnation of Thor, but he doesn't know it. The um, old woman or him? Him. And I've, mm. I've only watched the first episode. It's intriguing enough that I'll go back and watch the second one. Mm. However, mm. the teenage actors, in uh, in quotation marks, the teenage actors in this, especially the main two, like the, bro- the, the Thor type and his brother... They look 40. Like, there is no way they're teenagers. It's, hate, it's so weird. I hate that, but also sometimes I'm glad because it's hard to cast good acting teenagers. But The cast around them seem yeah. pretty good. There's anyway. like a couple of teenagers. Anyway, like yeah. it's, not, it's not phenomenal, but it's been on my list for a while, so I thought I would bust it out. And the last one I thought I'd mention is considering the main topic that we're going to be talking about today was we rented and I got my partner to finally watch Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, so you go paid back. to rent it. 
Yeah, it's only like six dollars. Now go back and uh, <laughs> go back and listen to our pod on that movie because yeah, it's well, a doozy. The movie itself is fantastic. I just, I just love all the spoilers in that. We're not going to talk about spoilers here, but like everything that came with that movie, the expectation was so perfectly weighted, and then when it finally came out, like it was everything more than I wanted. Mm. Did you find it had high rewatch value? I did. I've I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It's a bit weird. And it's going to sound random, but in the cinema... And I don't like this, right? When you're in a cinema and people whoop at stuff, I hate that. Yeah. And when certain things happen in the plot, which are maybe maybe telegraphed and maybe people could have guessed, but when certain things happen and certain characters arrive, without that whooping, it was a little bit of a, a damp squib almost. You're a bit like, oh yeah, there, there they are. That's cool. <laughs> so you missed the whoops. I did. I missed the whoops. You missed the children never, whooping. Never, never. <laughs> I get it. Never thought I would say that, but it yeah. did. But it's very good. Like I think more so. And I mean, this has come out a lot in the media. Yeah. You can tell the CGI isn't that good in many places, and a lot of it's clearly filmed on a staging set and stuff. So, but I think it's more about the story of that film. Yeah, it's the whole Peter Parker. You know, he's screwing up everyone's lives yeah <laughs> like how does he bring it back yeah why didn't you think about just calling mit first <laughs> well and, and this is not really spoilers i guess i'll just caveat that it might be a little minor spoiler spoilers but you in that movie even in the trailer you see dr strange mess up a spell mm. and i found it interesting that you're like how could he fucking mess this up? you know what i mean like why is his head off like at first you're kind of like is that even the real dr strange right because yeah. he, yeah, he yeah. doesn't fuck shit up and now you're like oh when you see the intro of this one, you're like, he's he, spoilers, but not really because it's the first 30 seconds of the movie. He's uh, his girl is getting married to some other dude, and you're kind of like, oh, well, maybe he's that's just why a he, human. Maybe that's why he was a bit off in the last movie, right? Maybe. Anyway. Maybe. Look, we talked about this a lot. Shall we? Shall we shimmy on to the next segment of the show where we talk a little bit about the news and we call yeah. it "Have You Heard?" Have you Have heard? you heard this week, DL, that the Dune prequel has got. A, a director so there was the, a prequel i thought it was a sequel they're doing a prequel series series oh so it's not dennis no not for the series this is for very much for hbo max i believe that's kind of concerning but, though because he's got a very but it is award uh, emmy award-winning director uh joanne renk who directed chernobyl so mm. i've got high hopes for that that's fair i know he's got a very specific style but it'd be nice to see a different take on it would it though? Who knows? Because you're kind of creating a world. You don't want it to be like tonally different than I the world like already the first created. First film was lining in a bottle. I don't know how he's going to replicate that for the second one. Oh, I think he could. Probably, but it's yeah. going to be a tough, tough ask. I don't know. Actors uh, at the top of their games. Uh, I don't know. I think it's the same actors. I think it's doable. It may not be as good. But it'll be. I think he's got like a. He's he's locked into like a vibe. Yeah. And sure. that's where I'm worried. I'm like, oh, if they go to get someone completely new, is that vibe going to be completely nah. different? I mean, there's loads of there's loads of material as well. There's books, books and books and books about this. So, yeah, I'm not saying that the, the lack of material, but because of how cerebral the series is, like, it kind of there's a lot goes into the director's interpretation. True. Um, so, well, I mean, you would assume that Mr. Villeneuve would be like an exec producer on this. Yeah, right? you'd hope. Like, he's not going to be. Yeah. He's not going to just not be there. <laughs> like, is he? He's bound to join. Anyway, did you hear this week? Speaking of directors. Did you hear this week, the Fantastic Four upcoming movie, which is still currently uh, undated, Mm. uh, has lost its director. So John Watts, who is the mastermind behind bringing the MCU Spider-Man to us all in... The original? 
Well, in all three, the okay. full trilogy. Yeah. Um, he's apparently left the project, claiming that he just needs a break from superhero movies. Marvel are claiming he's amicable, which is nice. Happy about that. But I feel like he's got a specific style and personality to his movies that I would like to see come through in more stuff. Mm. Like, he clearly got that Spider-Man character, and whether, that's, whether that is just specifically for Spider-Man... Or it's he's just a massive comic nerd uh, and he gets the characters. I'd love to have seen him give it a go, right? I would have, but I can also appreciate that, like, you know, because as much as we like to, like, analyze these superhero movies, there is a lot of, like, repetitiveness oh, to yeah. them. And I'm oh, sure yeah. that, like, as it saps a bit of your artistic creativity, if you're, like, not because, like, they're not good and entertaining and artistic, there's not artistic value in them, but because, like, you're kind of bound to certain... Oh yeah, like yeah. thing like corporate rules mandates. Yeah, it's like it needs to go this way, and the character has to relate to the next and five things that you're point, not directing, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, so it's kind of like might be a bit frustrating at times. I can imagine that. I mean, I, I you get burnt out by it for sure. Yeah. All the mandates and corporate strategy. That being said, I think with this this one we're listening to today, he, he kind of pushed the boundaries of that, Sam Remy. Yeah, I mean, we will certainly talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Do you got any news? I do. Did you see the? Uh, the new trailer for House of the Dragon. Ooh, I did this morning. What do you reckon? I I, I thought the vibe was on point. I like the vibe. It was a. I mean, Game of Thrones always had like pretty epic trailers. Yeah, it's true. It always did. You'd always get to see the trailer and be like, "Fuck, it's about to be." Lit. They used to use cool stripped back versions of songs. Didn't yeah, they, they did, they and it would it would be like it, you'd you'd have like proper like modern music to it, and you're like, "Oh wow." Yeah. Um, Very much like Bridgerton. <laughs> I don't, I don't know in, if I agree with that's, that. That's, a, that's an in-joke because my partner's been watching Bridgerton recently and was I was forced, semi-forced to watch some of it. Yeah. I quite like the music. They did like stripped back, almost Victorian style versions of them. Anyway, we're getting way off point. Yeah, but I, I quite enjoyed it and like the style, the CGI, the artistic direction looked really spot on. Yeah, sure. Did you, I mean, do you know what this is about anyway? That's, that's the Because I can give you me. like the, the, the two sentence summary. I think it's great for me because I've got you to tell me, but yeah. if I was a regular human who didn't have a geek for a friend who knows <laughs> everything about Game of Thrones, yeah. I would probably find this difficult because I'd mean, be like, like, where this finished, didn't it? Like the fuck There's a lot happening? of nuance as well, right? Yeah, so um, much. And they all look exactly That's what I'm saying. Same. And they all have the same names. And, and, it's, I, and I thought, it's very confusing. I got, honest to God, got Matt Smith confused with whoever the female antagonist is in this. I went, wait, which one am I looking at? <laughs> Well, they don't look anything alike, so I don't agree. She's, like, beautiful, and he's, like, kind of, (laughs) like, ugly, handsome, incest vibe. Wow. Oh, incest vibe. It's ugly, handsome, incest vibe. We talk about incest way too much. But isn't it true? That's what he he looks like. Ugly, handsome, incest vibe. It's like he's ugly, but he's still, like, sharp. I I think we agreed on this. But incest. He's the perfect perfect person to be acting within an incest um, role (laughs) in Um, cinema right So, anyway, the vibe adds up, but... The Dance of the Dragons, also known as the Dying of the Dragons, interesting, was the civil war during the Targaryen rule of the Seven Kingdoms pre-Robert Baratheon, which is what the Game of Thrones they do, starts at. They do name drop a Baratheon in the trailer. It is one of His Robert father? Baratheon's ancestors. I think sure. it might be a generation or two. Okay. Yeah. And it's basically a war of succession that's caused because a king names his first wife's daughter, aka his oldest heir... Yeah. As his heir, uh, even though he's remarried and has sons of another wife that is and younger. This is all part of and mythology this is, anyway. This is, this is, yeah, this is known. It is known. Um, <laughs> and is known. there's a, What's there's that a, from? <laughs> that's from Game of Thrones. <laughs> it is known. Uh, the, and, and in any case, these two, 
get eventually into a civil war and you can, that's not really spoiling anything. It's like the entire yeah. premise of the show. Um, because they both have kind of a claim to the throne, but she's a female and he's the, the male, but he's younger. Right. Right. And they're right. they're half sisters or half brother and half sister. And I mean, I'm assuming Matt Smith and her are the two that are going to, you'd assume so, but based on this, this is not, this is not sex. This is you're, fighting. You're signals. slamming fists yeah. together right now, which I know mean it's, anything with Targaryens. Me. It could be very confusing. Bring about my character. If I don't know what you're talking about yeah. at any time. What do you um, mean by slamming your fists together? <laughs> but it looks good. It looks good. I'm I mean, excited. I would be confused as a general audience member, I think. Obviously, they're going to give you more like of a premise. I think the challenge... They're not just going to throw you into it. Like, I think they're the gonna... challenge with the Game of Thrones seasons was that it wasn't massively picked up immediately from my understanding of it. Like, I came in in season three or four, I think. Mm-hmm. And a lot of audience, I believe, did the same. So it got lots of hype based on word of mouth mm. whereas this it's probably going to attract similar people who watched the last one but it, they might not know all the mythology you do like i say so it could be a real challenge for people i think think people will watch and then drop off i don't care no that's fine that's you, it. You i don't, don't care, have if to you, care if you if you guys can't like learn enough to enjoy a fucking oh, medieval political drama then it shouldn't be for you and you should go watch a hollywood shitty movie well, the problem with that is it's so expensive that hbo no one told it. them to spend that HBO fucking money drop it very easily <laughs> no they're not gonna drop games they could they could but they won't they could it's like they're literally it's one of their top shows ever made i think yes. what would you put ahead of it sopranos maybe sopranos no. I don't really it's a, know. It's a massive IP. They will not drop it. Did they do Breaking Bad? They, they could spend less. Um, no, that was AMC. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Um, anyway, that I also saw, did you see that kind of you and McGregor hinted at like the Jedi Fallen Order, that Star Wars video game would have a connection to his show? Ooh. Um, Does that mean he's going to have a yellow lightsaber? <laughs> I don't know. But, <laughs> uh, and then there was all, I, I, did you see a yellow lightsaber in no, the trailer? There it. was an updated trailer. Yes, I don't know if there, I don't know if there was a yellow lightsaber in it though. That sounds kind of gross. But you do see. I wouldn't want a yellow lightsaber. You do see shots of Darth Vader in this one. Ooh. I think it's just his mechanical hand. Wow, that's sexy. Yeah, wow, so sexy. <laughs> so, I mean, wait, 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 sorry. Can we go back to the last conversation very yeah, super quickly? Yeah. I needed to ask you my the same question I asked you last time, which about is what? about this new Game of Thrones series yeah. based on the new trailer. On a scale of Jamie Lannister eh, to Jamie Lannister, incest with Cersei. Where do you sit now on your hype scale? Uh, my hype scale is the things we do for love because <laughs> I am watching a Game of Thrones show after the despicable season eight, Brilliant. despite my best misgivings, right? But I will be watching. Brilliant. Can't yeah. wait. Um, I'm excited for the Obi-Wan series more than I am this Game of Thrones series. Which That's odd for you because like, you're not a big Star Wars fan, but I, I do think that they'll both be pretty good. Yeah, I think it's just more that I don't know enough about where they're going to take this season. I think based on the budget as well it's gonna probably be not the things i enjoyed about the original game of thrones show so but we'll see you know you can do big budget and still be cool we'll see if they actually pull that off when does that ever happen it happens plenty of times dune name 12 (laughs) 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 final bit of news lord of the rings (laughs) before we get to final bit of news uh let us know what you guys have heard if there's anything we haven't talked about we almost missed the obi-wan trailer that only came out this morning our time so let us know at podcast assemble on instagram fire us a message uh at us in a post let us know and we will call it out next week um final bit of of news uh aquaman 2 was twending twending was twending this week twending this week when 20 dwep well, based on the high-profile court case with Johnny Depp and, of course, Amber Heard, it was trending because people were trying to get 
uh, Amber Heard removed from the series. Trying. Trying. And successfully. Well, I don't think successfully. I think they've just pushed the movie back. It's filmed. It's a finished movie. They're not going to remove her. It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, I think that she's not going to be in future ones. No, she was the declaration. Well, yeah. She'll be in this one. Um, but this, the reason I bring this up is because... Uh, Friend of the show, I think it was Bertie Centers, the yeah. best meme of the week, which was uh, when we started trending, trying to replace Amber Heard with Johnny Depp, and someone had just as photoshopped the, Johnny Depp's yeah. face over Amber Heard's in in the movie, whatever her character's name is. My day, which you know, Mira, yeah, which they, you know, the, the, it's not a pretty sight. I don't want to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the court case. Uh, I know nothing about it. So there's nothing to know. This is a very, very freaking toxic relationship that they should just let it let it die. Why are they airing everything to the world? Sounds like every relationship in Game of Thrones. Yeah. All right. So what we're going to do now is we yeah. are going to talk about our main topic. Do you want to preface it this week? Uh, we're getting. I mean, everybody, you got to know at this point. You we're getting this. into the multiverse, boys and girls. Madness, baby. Madness in the multiverse. It's we here. went to see the Doctor Strange movie. I think like the day after it came out. I think when the did day it off. Out? Did it come out that day? Yeah, for anyway, the general audience. We also yeah. saw it in like a very nice theater. Gold. I, we went gold class. Yeah, which by the way, Fancy. like my seat kind of smelled. No, I didn't like it. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> but I, I was fine with it. It's just like, wouldn't do it again. I don't know how to sit on those seats. They're too big. I'm rolling from side to I side. Just, and it's like, like I kind of wish I had a, like, if I'm going to be this comfy, let me give me a blanket or something. First world problems. You know, right. anyway. Um, um, we are going to do non-spoilers, then spoilers. It's quite hard for some of the non-spoiler stuff, but we're going to do Because it's a very large spoiler best. within the first probably 40 minutes. Less. 30? 20. 20? Um, You're saying 20. It's in the first quarter of the movie, okay. easily. Do you want to give me your stupid plot summary? Yeah, sure. Uh, Doctor Strange experiments with more hairstyles than Britney in 2009. <laughs> and this universe hopping, third eye opening, multiverse not, pun intended, which like his ponytail struggles at times due to its ambition, particularly if you haven't done your homework. I love that. Yeah. That is beautiful. Thank you, mate. Mine is less good this week, but I will give it a go. Uh, join the MCU's latest wild ride through the multiverse where this time Doctor Strange is fighting against his strongest foe, foe yet, his own reputation. He does Look, have quite a reputation. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I'm yeah. excited. Well, this is your, I'm going I'm I'm to say it, this is Give your it to me. most anticipated movie of the year. It is and it isn't. It, of the... It, it should have been. Of the groups, What yes. could have been. Go back um, and listen to that episode. Yeah, um, we, we did an episode on our most anticipated movies, most of which we've actually seen up to this point. One of which was event was seen three of them at least. Yeah, and then there was the way of the water. One of ours. No, I refuse to watch that movie. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> we got a we, trailer for the way of. The this water. is actually a massive fake out. We're not actually talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We're just talking about the trailers that came out yeah, before. I, <laughs> if I have to see, way I could literally m recite the Maverick Top Gun the top trailer gun. to oh you. Yeah. Anyway. I've seen that so many times now. And the worst bit is, not only did we see the trailer for it. They also sponsored the opening of the curtains. For and I was like, what the? <laughs> what does this when movie this come out thing? anyway? 26th of May. Jesus, get it's, rid it's, of it. It's funny. On, on one of the lads groups I'm part of, one of the guys was like, oh, we should all go and see Top Gun. It's getting amazing reviews. It's this, it's that. And I went, you know, only the critics who've been paid to go and see it have seen it, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, you see it. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure these people are being told to give good reviews for this. I'm like, not saying it will be bad. I'm just saying I just will not go to the theaters to see this. I'll uh, see maybe it. I'll watch it on HBO. Yeah, soon. when it eventually comes um, out. Look, before we get into it, do yeah. you want to guess for me the current IMDb score for this movie? Not Top Gun Maverick. I'm talking about Doctor Strange again. 7-5. Seven, it is 7-7. Seven, seven. Okay. And I'm going to... We're going to talk about this in a minute. 
Do you also then want to guess for me the Rotten Tomatoes? I would say it's like low, low, high seven, seven, eight. It's 78. Yeah. Man there. There we go. We got one for once. All right. And finally, the Metacritic score. That would be lower. 71. 62. Now, it's very interesting, this, because I did did my little homework before I came to talk to you. And of the 28 now, I think it's 28 uh, MCU movies, this is now the seventh worst rated on Rotten Tomatoes. See, that's ridiculous. Hear me out. Hear me out. Guess what it sits between. Seven ta- worst. And we've talked about one of well, these. Well, Eternalist, Eternalist, Iron Man 3. Yes. Um, so Iron Man Thor, 3. Thor, Dark Elf. I'm just thinking, like, which ones are worse? Um, honestly, in my opinion, Captain Marvel, but it got a bunch of praise, so probably not. I'd say it's just under Captain Marvel. Okay. Actually, no, Captain Marvel got really good ratings for some reason. So it's sat between Thor, the first Thor movie, which is 77%. And Iron Man 3, which is 79%. Iron Man 3 is rated better than this. That's right ridiculous, now. though. It's not... At time of recording. it's Yeah, it's better than both of those It's crazy. Oh, it is. We'll talk about it. It is. Look, this is director Sam Raimi Objective. returning to Marvel. He is well known for his, uh, well, essentially recreating comic book movies for the 2000s. We hear he brought us Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. But he's also known for his amazing horror work, including such movies as The Evil Dead, which you know nothing about. <laughs> it's one of my favorite horror right, A lot of people give this movie a lot of credence. I need to... I need to. But yeah, this movie, on. we're not going to go too much into the stars just yet, but it obviously brings back Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, uh, Chiatal Ejiofor, Benedict Wong, my favorite character, uh, Soshi Gomez, who Everybody. plays, yeah, America Chavez, and Christine Palmer, who is Rachel McAdams. For once, DL, I'm a bit devastated that there were just no contenders for Goofy IMDb pitches this week. Really? None. Absolutely none. It was pointless. There was one guy who looked a bit like a Dracula, but I was like... Adds up, though. This is a, this is a very, very professional, classy group. Mm. The cast is strong. I'm going to say... The cast is strong. On IMDb, IMDb, I think it probably only had about half the cast on there. At the yeah, because they don't want to spoil anything. Correct. But even, even the ones that it had, the cast is strong. Yeah, yeah. The cast yeah. good IMDb pitches yeah. all around. So... Uh, Alexander Skarsgård remains our current winner. <laughs> Let's get into this then. Non-spoilers. Okay. Uh, talk to me about the plot. What did you What did you think? Yeah, I mean, like, look, there's there's a lot to get into. I I would say, generally speaking, I enjoyed the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I did, even though I felt like it it felt like a retread or a mm. double take of a lot of the stuff that mm-hmm. like really really major Marvel nerds would have already experienced. Seen. Um, and it maybe kind of feels like it set the, the framework for kind of the new direction a little bit more. Like, whereas we were exposed to the multiverse and these other... God, it sounds so nerdy talking about this. We are. Uh, we are so well, nerdy, Well, you're exposed dude. to the multiverse and like these other peripheral Loki and, and WandaVision. This is now set kind of like, okay, you, you know about that, but this is the framework for how it's going to work moving forward. It's almost like the rules have been set. And it didn't actually progress the plot much further also the MacGuffin was really dumb in this <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we'll, we'll, cer- yeah. we'll certainly certainly get to that um but like I, I found it interesting in the sense that like these next these last four and you you kind of talked about it with the imd db like ratings of all the other marvel movies mm-hmm. these lot these last like three or four marvel movies like they kind of have all gone against the grain of like you can kind of see kevin feige has, has released his grip a bit and is giving more broad direction because the directors kind of put their stamps on it a bit more yeah. for better or worse i yeah. think in the eternalist it was like it failed eternals yeah whatever eternals <laughs> it failed whatever it's a yada yada 
This one, you can you can see Sam Raimi's hands on this. Uh, absolutely, all over that was one of my key points. This is a Sam Raimi yeah. movie. For and, better it, for, or worse. and I think mostly for better. There are for yeah. worse moments, but yeah, I think yeah. mostly for better. So I think, so I actually really like the fact that Sam Raimi's given a lot of free reign on this. Yeah. My, my, the key challenge I find looking back at it is the writing of the movie. I've forgotten the guy who's, who wrote his name. I think there's some Michael, bad it's dialogue. Michael Waldron. The dialogue is not all of it, terrible. but there is some, there's some shockingly Super bad Super hokey. And it, like, it, it takes you out of it at yeah. times. It's bad. Um, but yeah, like obviously, you know, the kind of plot of this is that strange. He's kind of back baby, you know, he's um, he meets baby. America Chavez, who is this universe hopping stranger and can't control her powers who can't control her powers. And he's sort of, he's sort of the father figure. He's trying to help her get to, get to where she needs to be. Right. Well, also like confronting his own need yeah. to control things. Yeah, absolutely. By, by hearing about what different versions of himself have done. Yeah. And seeing it as the viewer in the very first scene, actually, you, you see a version of him that kind of takes extreme action, right? Now, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later on. Yes. But my assumption... So, part, I think part of the reason why I was a, I'm was not as positive at this point... I'm pretty surprised you're not, that you're, like, kind of down on this movie, by the way. Well, I'm not down on it, but yeah, I'm just you, not as you, positive you as were, I were. You've mostly been negative. Well, let me, let me, yeah. let me Justify. explain why, yeah. right? You said yourself it doesn't push the plot forward at all, but I think my key challenge with it is that... I assumed going into this, as I'm sure a lot of people did, that this was going to be strange having to deal with the ramifications of all the stuff that happened in Spider-Man No Way Home. And that is how he would end up on his multiversal hopping trip. I would have liked to have seen those ramifications. I would have liked to have understood what breaking the walls of reality could do to affect our reality. And in a sense, it did do that, but not in a way that ties it to anything else. It felt disjointed from the rest of everything we'd but seen But didn't he so fix far. that? Isn't that the point? He fixed it in Spider-Man Home? No, or so we but, thought. But clearly not fully. Like, you know, there's clearly bits of it that... Keep waiting. There's going to be another movie. I, I, I'm sure there yeah. is, but yeah. why not push this movie back two slots? There's so many fucking movies coming out. Push it back a few slots. Let us see Thor go all love and thunder on our trailer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, you don't know what they're going to put in. I actually think that most of the next couple of movies will happen in isolation. Of each That's other. what I'm thinking. As yeah, well. And it then this will, this will be, it'll all come back around in like the Avengers style movie four movies from now. I don't understand why yeah. this couldn't have been that. So this movie, you push it back to a three slots. You have all the, the solo stuff. You got your Thor's, your return of Captain Marvel, whatever else is coming. And then you bring this back round to the multiversal point. We've just had multiverse rammed down our throat for, four three things i kind of i kind of see your point but it's hard to say because you don't know where they're going it's hard to judge until the phase is done completely agree yeah. and the thing that marvel do best is obviously lacing yeah. little things into their movies that you look back and go oh my god that's so important but from an outsider perspective right now i was looking at it going as an objective i i know a fair bit about the marvel continuity I'm like, yeah. i don't know wh where is this going i think i have a good idea of where it's going i think your point is it could have been better with if we had more beef to it yeah. Like, you know, but I also think if you look at like the release slate, like they needed a guaranteed hit. I don't think they did. The they Thor, did. I think Thor Love and Hunters. That's also like I think five the, movies away. It's not, no, no, that's coming in like June or July. Yes, now. But like they, they needed, if you look at like, so when now I was thinking like, okay, how do it's hard to judge these movies and there's been so many of them. So I'm just starting to do it by like phase. Well, right. So what do you think of the phase four movies? How does this one land? Well, a little bit been, to give you a list, I can tell you. Well, a little bit of context are. for this movie then. Yeah. And I think this might help us with this conversation. So Spider-Man No Way Home, 
Thor Love and Thunder, and this Doctor Strange movie were all filmed at the exact same time uh, with um, Spider-Man be filmed in New York and Atlanta. Thor Love and Thunder was filmed here right in our very home in Sydney, and Doctor Strange was filmed in England. Now, what that tells me is, yes, there were reshoots, and yes, things were changed. They're going to be in each other's movies. No, what that tells me is that these aren't sequential, so they weren't filmed in order, so one knew what the other one was going to do yeah. so they could push on from it. They just kind of happen. So I'm, the way I'm seeing it is like once we pass these three movies, then we're probably going to start seeing progression of the story. Like it's not progression of the story at a minute. It's just this is some shit that happened. I think that like you're you're correct, but they could have also like talked to each other. I know that for Thor Love and Thunder yeah, and the well. Guardians movie they did because those ones impact each other a bit, I've heard. Anyway. Well, look, let's talk a little about the performances then. Like I think we're talking I, I, like I really enjoyed this movie. Like we, so, overall, yeah. I think out, I think we can put into two separate columns. We can say the movie itself, which I very much enjoyed, and then we can say the wider ramifications, the MCU side. And I think the MCU side, I don't think this movie worked, but as a standalone Doctor Strange movie, I enjoyed it. I had fun. I I I think it was a good movie on its own, and I didn't hate what it did with the MCU side because but we can't talk about a lot of that stuff because it's spoilers, so I'll save it. Yeah. But what I would I would ask you is like when you look at the phase four projects, right? Where does it rank? You got Black Widow, you got Shang-Chi, you got Eternals, you got Spider-Man No Way Home, you got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, right now it's the second it's best. It's easily the second best. But that's but that's... even if you count the shows, I would say it's second or third. Mm, no. <laughs> what would you put ahead of it? Just Loki? Loki? That's um, that's it. Wait, name the shows. I can't remember them. Uh, Hawkeye. Nah. Moon Knight. Mm. No, yeah. No, Moon Knight's going ahead of this for me. Really? Yeah. I haven't finished it yet, so I can't say. Um, I'd I say know, it's like on par. Uh, Falcon and the Sidor, Wink, nope. Winter Soldier. Meh. WandaVision. Meh. I'd say WandaVision is better than this. Wow. I don't agree. I, I agree with myself. Yeah, I don't agree. <laughs> anyway, so my point is it's still on the top echelon. It'd be top three or five. Three, top three-ish? Four-ish? Bangalore, Look, you ask of the slate of 10 that have been released in terms of movies in the yeah. in phase four it's top two yeah. by proxy it's not because it's better than other movies it's i told you it's not by 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 that's just rotten tomatoes dude <laughs> yeah but that's real people reviewing the movie i think that rotten tomatoes is always hard because you got critics and you got audience and it, it's it sits in the middle every time i understand that i would, I, yeah. I personally do feel that it's not as good as a lot we've had in the past do you, do you agree that it's not as good as iron man 3 Great question. Do you I agree go that it's not as good as Thor? Like, I don't think so. I actually really like the first Thor. The first Thor's good. But I think that gets yeah, a bad rep. It's yeah, a great movie. Look, let's too. talk about performances. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, Benedict Cumberbatch is back, baby. He's good. He's bad He's in terms bad? of accent and wig. Oh my God, get over it. <laughs> but I like him <laughs> as Dr. There's a lot Strange. of different wigs as well. This There's time. so yeah. many <laughs> fucking wigs. Do you think they'd get that by now, though? It changed, like he's like where his hairline is on his face moves throughout the movie. That's very true. <laughs> like his, there's a point where it's right on his eyebrows, and I'm yeah, like, that's a bit yeah, weird. Yeah. But um, like I like I think he's nailed this character. Like the writing doesn't help him because he's they're trying to make him more quippy, but I think he's good. Also, did like his wig? Like when does he get the strange hair? Because it takes him to like another multiverse where he has his normal hair. Yeah, good question. Um, did he have the strange hair the whole time in the, the first very one? end of the first movie? I think. Oh, oh, definitely at the. The beginning of what happens? Like he finds his powers right and then it gets new hair. He gets like a little gray bit down the side, a little, oh. little fleck in there. No, yeah. I think he gets at the end of the first movie. I think he trims in his little beard, doesn't he? I don't remember. Uh, it, yeah, look, I think he's good. Like he's got some hokey writing to deal with, and he, do he deals does. With like, it well. I'm not here to talk to you about uh, what happened at 
what is that? It's New Jersey. Westview. Westfield. It's like, dude, that's so yada yada over like, like, oh God. It's and just bad we're going to talk about that when we get to yeah. spoilers as well. Look, the rest of the cast, I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen, she's great in this. Yeah, she, she you see in the trailers, there's some horror elements to that character based on the different universes. We'll talk about it in spoilers, mm-hmm. but all of that, the way she can, she can turn on and off different parts of that personality. For sure. Amazing. Um, I, and just to say my favorite character in the world was in this Wong. <laughs> He's the best MCU character. What do you think of America Chavez? I think she was, she's fine. Like she actually, you know, she wasn't annoying and that's she's the best of the young. That's mainly what I look for in young child actors. Yeah. I'm like, just don't annoy me too much. Just don't annoy me. And she was, she was pretty good and funny and Her like, power set was relatable. Place. I mean, she just can jump through dimensions, right? So she, the, the premise is she can jump through the multiverse. Yeah. Unlike, like no one else can. And the bad guy's trying to harness that yeah. power for themselves. Yeah. Yes, but also she can punch really hard. <laughs> like spoilers, but she can punch real hard. Is that not a thing yeah, all superheroes can she do? Can do that. Rachel McAdams continues to be underutilized and very good. Very underutilized. She's uh, great though. Yeah, she She's is fabulous. I, I looked at everyone in this movie and I went, I think everyone's underutilized in a sense, just because L- of the bad writing. Lots of surprises. Well, I don't know if it's all bad writing. It's just there's bad. There is significant bad dialogue that even if it's only like five to ten lines. Sure. It's just so bad that it stands out. Really takes you out. It takes you out. We'll talk about that. Um, Um, And I think that sort of leads a little bit, what you're saying there, into pacing a little bit. Yeah. yeah. um, I felt the pacing was where this film was let down quite a lot. And I think a lot of that leads into the writing of the movie. So The flow. I I don't even know if it's pacing. It's like the flow of it was weird. Yeah. Pacing the flow. Yeah. So there were were a couple of conjoined stories going on in the movie, which, you know, that's normal for a movie. You don't just focus on one (laughs) character the whole way through. But the tonal shifts... And the huge differences between the two was really jarring when you went one to the other to the other. And one was almost this horror story while the other was this uh, self-understanding story. Young adulthood, yeah. Yeah. Coming of age story. Didn't... It was kind of just stop-start, wasn't it? Yeah. What I'm trying to say is it didn't flow very well. Exactly. I wouldn't call it plotting. I would call it jarring. Yes. There was times where I was like, oh, well, what the fuck? Like this, which is fine, but like... um. I just think there were some minor changes you could probably make to yes. like make it a little bit more even keeled. But and I'm going to talk about this more in spoilers. But there was def like it, wrapping it back into pacing. There were definitely problems with that because there is a scene, a pivotal scene in the movie, where time is really of the essence. They really need to get their asses moving. <laughs> and Doctor Strange is just plodding along, walking along to the next thing. And I'm like, fucking move! You can fly. Just fly there. Do you know what I mean? Like, just get there immediately. <laughs> open it. He couldn't open a sling. We didn't have one. Just get there. The movie kind of just starts and throws you in as well. There's not really a build. Like, it crescendos at weird points. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it doesn't have a typical three-act structure in my eyes. It's, it's, not, bit, it's not always a bad thing. It just wasn't. I almost, it's not a typical crescendo. I almost feel like there were five acts, and this is going to sound really weird. So, like, the, the three-act structure of a, a classic movie, right? I feel like because there were the two stories going conjoined, I feel like there were two first acts based on the two different stories. So Strange and the Bad Guy. There were two second acts, Strange and the Bad Guy, and then they all crescendoed in the third act. Mm-hmm. And it it didn't really work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because of the things we talked about, the disconjoined nature of it in terms of the in terms of the different styles of each aspect of the movie. It, it, Stylistically there was a lot of like I actually liked the horror stuff, which we have barely talked about. It was kind of like there was a lot of horror spoilers, stuff, yeah. but it, it was pulled out by like this like young adult well, coming of age thing. But to be honest, I was entertained the whole time. It's yeah. not like I was there. I wasn't really bored except for with the manual cannons. Can we 
can we talk about this real quick? Go for it. Maybe it's maybe it's not spoilers, but there's a point in the movie. The old sc- no, I mean I think it's in the trailer. Yeah, there's a point in the He's movie. He's talking about Kamataj. Yes, Kamataj. Like, and and let me just like find what I was. There was a couple areas. Like, we're not only going across multiverses here for this analysis. We're going across the universes sure. because the only thing more ludicrous than the Empire's single most strategic choke point choke point being taken over by teddy bears might be <laughs> that the fortress of Kamataj yep. is protected by bows, arrows, and manual cannons. Unbelievable. What and is magic. this? What is this garbage? <laughs> magic. Well, anyway, I, wiz- I'm sorry to... did it, Dre. And, and, oh, there's another one, but it's spoilers, so we can't talk about it. But uh, I, 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 had, to, I had to point that, that out because it took me out of it. Well, that takes that, us that, nicely... And I was a bit bored in that moment. That yeah. was it. And that takes us nicely into the world building and cinematography. Yeah. So for me, the world building, and I'm going to flip this into two different parts. So we'll talk about the broader MCU in just a moment. But yeah. In terms of this specific movie, that took me out of it so much. You're in a world where we've got so much technology. Just get a gun. <laughs> Shoot her. Like, I know that sounds really stupid, but like, why use, why use arrows? What, what advantage does an arrow have? I, just, I just don't even need a gun. I just need like... Like, it just seems very ineffective. You guys have, That's like, magic little thingies around your fingers that you That's can use. That's what I'm saying. Just um, use magic better. Yeah. <laughs> it brings me back to a great line in Harry Potter. There's a bit where... There's a bit where someone... The Muggle Prime Minister's talking to Cornelius Fudge. The, yeah. The magic Prime Minister, whatever he is. And he says something... But use your magic. He's like, Why? But you you know magic. Why don't you defeat them? And the guy's like, well... The other side does, They too. know magic, too. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that must be the yada yada for this ride. Yeah, for sure. The... I actually, though, other than that, quite enjoyed like the stylistic and, and like I guess the CGI and the stylistic. I like the building of the worlds. Like it, worlds. like towards the end when that one world there's been an incursion and you see you know without we should going talk too about much, incursions in a little bit. But yeah. it, but it's pretty like and there's like six whole skyscrapers going into oceans. It's just really cool. Very and, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I I really liked the like uh, artistic direction of all that. Yeah. In combination with the soundtrack, which was phenomenal. I mean, you see a lot of the jumping between... The score. Well, well, let's talk about the score in a minute. Yeah. That's really interesting. You see a lot of jumping between universes in the trailer, and you get that expanded more or less in mm. the movie. And I quite liked the cinematography behind a lot of that. Like, it was some of it was reused. The bit where they became cubes, that's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very similar to a scene in Infinity War, where uh, Thanos turns, I think it's Drax and Mantis, into, like, yeah. weird shapes. Yeah. With a reality stone. Very yeah. interesting. Very cool. And some of the expanded parts of that are cool as well. So I liked that they've given us a glimpse into different things in the infinite multiverse that we For could sure. and see. A, and as they're crashing through those multiverses, did you notice that there was like a group of watchers just You did. I there. didn't. It happened real fast, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, that is there's cool. A lot of, I'm sure there's was, a lot of there Easter was, eggs. I'm pretty sure there were a lot of Easter There's one that was a dinosaur yeah. realm. Fuck, I love dinosaurs. Such, <laughs> That's all you had to say. Such a geek for dinosaurs. <laughs> That's all you wanted to get That's out there. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dinosaurs is an underutilized part of like... Big time. Like there could... All we have is Jurassic Park. Big time. Surely you can make another show about that. Like Godzilla's just not good enough. No. It's I not agree. a dinosaur. Yeah. Give me a real dinosaur film. Look, we're getting very sidetracked here. What did you think of the action in the movie? Like, yeah, it's I, an interesting one because it does kind of split that first sort of... Uh, the first part of the movie where you get the Kamataj scene is kind of so-so. That part sucked. Everything that was smaller scale was really cool. Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think that would be my summary. The one-on-one stuff. That seems to be a big part of like Marvel these days, though. I mean, like it's not even just one-on-one, just smaller scale. The horror elements, like where they... Yeah. Right after the Kamataj scene where they like trap somebody in a spell. 
And it's almost like this kind of fun house. It was it was really cool, like and artistically creative. I think the yeah. way they did that, and and that sort of leads into my first point was I really like the new spell stuff you see in this. So like yep. just chaos the, magic. You got a lot of chaos, new chaos magic. You got a lot of Doctor Strange's new magic. So yeah. there's a bit where it's in the trailer where he's fighting a big octopus type monster with one eye, mm-hmm. and he, something you hadn't seen before. For example, he just creates conjures conjures hands that pull yeah. uh, a lamppost out yeah. of the ground and smash it over the head with it it's great it's like right i like some the of eye. the new stuff yeah and it's really interesting that i'm, I'm gonna link this shouldn't do what i'm going to into music i think the music in this is phenomenal it is. it's really cool and we're gonna talk about the danny elfman score just a little bit in a minute but for it, it for music specifically but it was great there was an action scene where they literally created a fight with musical notes. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And it was just but there was like, a lot of that though. Like, and that was like a specific part that was sure. super cool. But like overall, I think that was a strength of the movie. Like Big you look time. at all the like different fights and you're like, whoa, that this isn't like a typical Marvel fight. It's like very more, it's more Absolutely. cerebral. It's more creative and, and Danny visually Elfman's appealing. done so many, yeah. so many. I think the last Marvel MCU one he did was age of Ultron, but like he's in a bunch of good movies. Mm. Um, but that scene specifically was, 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 was a really highlight fantastic. for sure. And that leads into the CGI, man. What did you think of the CGI in this? I thought it was good. That's what I'm saying. I thought mostly I enjoyed it. There was a couple parts where like the monster seemed a bit like cartoony, but like that first monster yeah. with the eye. I think it was still good for what it was. Yeah, I think considering it was a full CGI and like it wasn't because there's a lot of CGI in a movie like this. It wasn't worse than the one that we got in the Suicide Squad by James Gunn. Like I think it was pretty no, it was, it was similar. equivalent, yeah. Yeah, and I, when you're doing a full CGI thing that doesn't look anything real, it's like, yeah. it's hard to... No, I agree. You know. But I thought the action was good. Um, I, I, Like I said, I liked the new spells in it. The CGI kind of worked. We got more sparks. <laughs> it looked better than Spider-Man, basically. Uh, I think Spider-Man really fell down with some of the CGI it had. Especially, I remember I watched, uh, we watched the new Spider-Man just now, and yeah, the final scene where he puts on his new outfit and he flips, flips through New York... Vaguely, you don't need to. Yeah, awful CGI. It looks like a PS2 cutscene. I think that like Spider-Man in general, like his outfit always looks a bit rough. The, the newest, for some reason, mm, the new one just looked not good. Um, final point on CGI: some of the characters flying were pretty rubbery. They didn't look very realistic. It wasn't wasn't great. Yeah. But when you got the the close-up stuff, like when they were flying through the multiverses, very much enjoyed that. Yeah, it was very much enjoyed. All right, then we've sort of talked this to death. Do you? want to talk about tones and themes yeah as you say it's like grief and really i just i just wrote grief bad grief bad i think it's just accepting what you can control and living with what you can't yeah. is kind of like one of the big themes i try to think of other ones there's probably like a the coming of age tale theme for america chavez which by name. the way what's going on with that name america chavez <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough so name. Bad. Tough name to say. Also, her yeah. actual name is hard to say. It's so- also Sochi Gomez, yeah. spelled X O C H I T L. It's proper Mexican, like full, yeah, yeah. historical. I, I don't know. I've it's never a seen anything like that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think I think grief. The whole first part of this phase four has all been about grief. Yep, and dealing which makes with sense it. because like they had a massive, yeah, kind of you know climax and endgame and a lot of things. You want to see the fallout of that, right? Yeah, you should. Sure you should be. See. All right, then. Grief bad is the takeaway from this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to give me your three best and three worst? This is where we talk about our three favorite and three least favorite things from the movie. Non-spoilery to give you maybe a bit of a heads up on whether you may or may yeah. not want to see it. 
I'd say the music and artistic direction of of this Marvel kind of this movie kind of stands on its own. It's very yeah. I, I it's very good, very unique, and um, I, I really enjoyed it. I'd say the cast in general, Absolutely. and there's a lot that we haven't even been able to talk about, but that should maybe get you excited to go watch the movie anyway. Um, Great and then just the first more Marvel movie that was. I, we argued about this at, at the end, but I wouldn't call it a horror movie, but it had heavy, heavy horror influences. And it's definitely the most scary. It, there's some gruesome deaths mm. for, for a, a Marvel, for a PG-13 movie. For a PG-13 yeah. movie, I think it's as far as you can go as yeah. a horror movie. It really did border borderline yeah. that. Or, or and there was some idea. real gruesome bits as well. That's what I'm saying. Like, there was the most gruesome Marvel movie. Like, it's not... Yeah. I still think it's fine for kids, but, like, there's some moments that would fuck with you, I think. I, I think it'll get edited for Disney+. Plus, Or at least... Because I think they now have two types of profile where you can yeah. have adult and kids ones. I think it'll get edited. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. How my three... Um, two, my first two really sort of fit within one of yours. Wanda. Um, I'm not going to go too much into it here, but, like, I, I think she's one of the best actors in the whole of the mcu right now yeah she's she good. is she's got everything she can flip between different personality types she somehow pulls off the weird magic stuff that doesn't make sense yeah like it looks crap but for some reason her doing it looks good it's like yeah you're good she's um, pretty hot she's a, yeah, she's a good looking girl doesn't too. hurt <laughs> wong just my favorite actor <laughs> wong? He, he's just my favorite like he could do anything he could be the worst in a film he could be a bad guy and i would yeah. still love him I think they tried a bit too hard to make him and Strange bantery without, uh, mm. and it didn't feel very natural this time. But like he's he's great, man. Like I'll do anything for Wong. And then I just said I did really like some of the new magics they brought in, and especially how that leaned into the multiversal stuff. Yeah, I, I agree cool. with all of what you're saying. What do you think about worse? And what what gives the, you? I think there. Well, you talked about some. There's some hokey dialogue, and when you have like as good of actors as we have in this movie struggling to make these lines hit like that's when maybe you need to think about a rewrite writers fyi um so i'd say that that's a big part of it and then one and i'm gonna give myself a little bit of a pulpit here to talk about it but the and i think this is touching on what you have like with the where you point, pointed out the mcu part you didn't like this movie as much but like as a standalone movie you did i think there was just rushed lore sure yeah and yeah, and it's kind of the downside of having these directors kind of you know, giving them credence, right? Over, over, you know, Feige having his hands more in it. Because if you give them more credence, like obviously to borrow from like a famed Seinfeld line, they're going to yada yada over <laughs> a lot of this stuff. Because this, the, the Marvel comic book lore isn't what they care about, right? They care about making like an impactful character driven creative movie that Even doesn't. They are seeming to bring more and more of that into it, which is interesting. Exactly. So it's kind of like to the best of their ability, they kind of fly through that stuff. Yeah. And this kind of, you know, it has its benefits and its its downsides, but I think, you know, particularly around some of like the chaos magic lore that we are kind of just forced to accelerate through and accept very quickly, mm. despite really only being exposed to it for a brief minute yeah, yeah. in in WandaVision for like the last episode, which was only 20 minutes or something, 30 yeah. minutes. I think that that kind of part of it fell down. And you're right. But they, they still need that stuff. So you kind of have to, it's a hard balance to kind of, What's the word? It's hard to navigate hard that balance, balance yeah. because you've got these directors that are going to put their stamp on it and they're going to naturally not want to deal yeah, with absolutely. that shit. So that was one downside. It was a very long-winded one. It was. And then, I thought that was three. <laughs> yeah, and then I just think there were some pointless kind of large-scale fights that could have been cut. Yeah. yeah, I'm agreeing with that. I yeah. think you get a lot of that in these films. They all feel like they need a big thing at the end. 
They don't. The point was made with some of the smaller scale fights, right? Um, so no, I, I think it's up to you now. Like, what are you? What were your three worst? Uh, mine. I think mine are all sort of broader strokes. None of them are too specific. So, um, it kind of feels like the MCU's brushing over or brushing under the rug a few things that have previously happened, which I think in the MCU leading up to now would have been major issues. Yeah. You mentioned Westview. Yeah. Why? Why was that yada yada? Like she's a bad person. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, the stuff in No Way Home, like I get it. Why didn't we explore that more in this movie? This is the fallout of the multiverse. That was what that movie was supposed to be setting didn't up. Didn't they make a joke about it? Not yeah, much. Not it was much. A though. Throwaway line, yeah. and it was bad. I felt yeah. like they should have focused on that. That should have been the focus of the movie for mm. me. Anyway, um, my second one is nothing. Move forward. I feel like we're in the same place. Basically. And I think part of that is because they they rushed through some of the Big lore. Time. Like if they gave more of a like build up and explanation of that, it, you probably would have felt like it did more. But yeah. really, we were just like, oh, that stuff happened. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. I think my last one is, and we've kind of touched on it, and it I think in talking to you now has made me understand why more. It's that it felt oddly dis- disjointed through the movie. Yeah. And I think... Uh, the disjointed nature of the two storylines makes it happen, but it does kind of feel disconnected as well from the rest of the MCU. Anyway, let's get, let's into, spoilers, get yeah? into spoilers. Is this movie better or worse than Aquaman 2018? Most definitely better, better than Aquaman 2018. See, I would normally put better with an exclamation part. It's normally better, whereas today it's it's better. You don't get to do that. It's better or worse. It's oh, I know. Like, it's just a. There's I'm no just, explanation points. There's no periods. There's just no dot, 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 dot. Just giving you, just giving yeah. you what I wrote You're down. To cheat I'm just, the system. just saying what I wrote down. You're trying to cheat it's the better. system. It's better. I'm saying it's better. It's better. That's all I'm saying. Spoiler yeah. time then. Yeah. So, Scarlet Witch. Gonna go kill everybody. Gonna kill everybody. <laughs> she gonna just kill everybody. <laughs> so she essentially needs America Chavez to get to reality where her kids from WandaVision, if you haven't seen that show, go watch it. Because yeah, you, you won't understand, you won't understand this at do all. Do your homework; it's minimum. Are real and alive. Uh, uh, so that's that's the basic plot of this movie. So it's essentially she's trying to steal the kid. Doctor Strange is trying to stop her, and and she realizes that the kids that she dreamed up in you know uh, her little crazy moment, yeah. actually could have been figments of her dream walking. Meaning her, you know, certain beings are able to through spells go to other multiverses through dreams. Well, not even that. Not well, that even is that, that is ma- part of it. They make a point of it that yeah. your dreams in your reality oh, right are now real. Are just yeah. things that are happening in other realities. Yes, yes. And she realizes that early on due to having the dark hold which she got at the end of one division, which yes. is the book, evil spells, etc. and she essentially decides that she's going to go and steal another version of her kids. Yes, yes. And the twist at the end of that, which I ab- actually loved, 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 was, and we'll, we'll get to how they got to there, but the way she realized that she was being evil is by seeing kids, the, the kids from a different a reality, version of seeing her, her. Yeah, and being frightened. And being scared shitless yeah. of what she's become. And yeah. I love that. It's that self-reflection. Yeah, it's good. I think that the movie really lacked the personality. Uh, and it was great. Like, that was phenomenal i don't know what you think about that i i liked it a lot but also part of me is like okay well like where does her because the way it ends with her story is they eventually you know the coming of age tale this girl learns how to use her powers just in a, at the right moment to yeah. show the kids from another dimension wanda being in her most evil act which yeah. is like very well that's good writing really good um, writing. the part that i'm like confused about is like she kind of like kills herself but not really 
like buries her. Yeah. But like, where does she go from here? Because like, wasn't the whole point that like her and Agatha, Agatha Harkness, like she was like, you're, you're real, real bad. Like Agatha <laughs> was like scared of her and she was going to go back and use Agatha. And now she's like, Agatha's trapped in that random world or something. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of like, isn't there still a bad guy arc here? Surely it's not done yet. Could be. I would hope that there's more to it, Could is my be. point. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, they left it very open-ended. It's the same as... But like she kind of has a coming to Jesus moment. It's the same as everything, yeah. though, right? Like, you don't see her die on screen. But you... I guess my point is I wasn't done with her being a bad guy. I wish they would have just trapped her. She could still be. She could still be. But it feels cheap. Yeah, it does feel cheap. If, if she comes back suddenly like, ah, oh, whatever I just said, I'm over it now. Now, the one yeah. thing I wanted to bring out here was we talked about pacing, and I mentioned a very specific scene, which I'll elaborate on now. Yes. My issue with pacing is a real big one. So at the very beginning of the movie... Doctor Strange realizes that <clears throat> there is a monster and he's after America Chavez's powers. Doctor Strange from a different universe. Yeah. And he tries to steal the powers and it's taking him like four seconds. <laughs> Said Doctor Strange gets killed and America Chavez escapes. Yes. Right. The end of the movie, Scarlet Witch, the most powerful being whatever, ever, ever, is trying to steal her America Chavez's powers and has a strapped to a table, yes. uh, very, very witch uh, pentagrams yeah, yeah, yeah. candles that very kind much of that stuff. aesthetic and it takes her like half an hour to start draining the <laughs> you gotta and, stop and the, with the, this dude it's semantics the, no but the point is like dr strange knows how little time he has and he's just oh, like yeah, you're right. he's walking around. wandering through a different universe i'm like oh yeah let's have a walk it's like no man fucking hurry up like the time is a flat circle you know it could be seconds and days in the other universe you don't know how time works that's and, how you yada yada yeah. and i understand how you yada yada yeah. that annoyed me i can um, tell <laughs> let's talk about the horror the which one? Sc- the horror. Scarlet oh, Witch yeah. as... I mean... She was fucking frightening. I mean, like, there's just... There's a lot of different elements. There was, like, slow build horror where it's, like, was super creepy when she... Because when they would do these dream walking, as they call it, where they yeah. basically seance their way into other multiverses through spells. Yeah. Doctor Strange a version of and... Yeah, a version of themselves in another universe. Doctor Strange and the Scarlet Witch can do this. There's almost these possession sequences that happen but in that other universe. A lot of dark magic to do that. Yes, it's not healthy. Not healthy. It, it, it consumes For you, you or your forehead. Yeah, it consumes <laughs> or your forehead. <laughs> Bring whole new kind of definitions of blackheads. Right? Yes. He anyway. He you see sequences where she does that and goes to not impersonate. Um, possess another version of herself, yeah, and it's really correct. creepy. These possession sequences. Really it's weird. kind. Of, it's a lot of like Moon Knight style stuff, where yeah. like. He, you know, he, he looks and she looks in the mirror and it's a different reflection looking yeah. in a different way. It's quite frightening and very cool. Like crazy concepts of like, you know, there's a teacup and then all of a sudden there's an ocean in the teacup. It's yeah. just very, very cerebral and heady. I quite liked it a lot. Then you've got these horror sequences just like where she's blood, oil covered. Everywhere. Just killing yeah. everyone. Yeah. yeah. Just like this almost like Terminator style haunting. Yeah, she really was. Um, and there's a bit just after, so we're going to get into that scene in just a moment. Yeah. But there's a bit just after that where she's chasing uh, America Chavez, Doctor Strange, and Rachel yeah. McAdams character down a hallway. And it's almost like the ring. Yeah. She's like on all fours. She's, she's like, like, like all rickety, along. rickety. It's got that yeah. noise. And he's like, yeah. It's like, because she's injured. And then there's also the part where she like comes out of the, when they, way earlier, they trap her in this like, comitage. Com- yeah, in yeah. comitage, what I was kind of all alluded to earlier. They trap her in this kind of like fun house. Mirror and she uses, in the mirror dimension, she uses the like, reflections in the mirror to like, try and find them in the real world. So any, anywhere there's a reflection where they actually are, you see her and she like, fucking climbs out like yeah. all the ring again like the ring yeah. very creepy it's in, it's interesting going back to pacing for just a second yeah so that scene loved it loved it loved it did you feel that Carmitage fell way too easily 
Considering that's all the magic uses. That's my point. It's like these fucking stupid cannons. Awful. They're like whole, they're like literally racking a crank to Awful. turn and shoot her. It's like, guys, this is fucking. Not awful. even that. Just use magic. Why are you using a cannon? Yeah, exactly. Fire some shit at it with. I, I kind of wish they would have just cut that and like because like he had re- he had fucked up and revealed to her so fast. Well, she was. She like, was already they, there. There was, and they had very little time to repair. And you that's know, you don't need idea. the big. That's a better idea. Yeah. A better idea. Uh-huh. Or or she could have just rolled over like a cloud. Everything was destroyed when the cloud moves back. Yeah, and, and that's it's and it's, and it's like cut time and yeah. I don't need to see. I don't need to see her. Although it's very cool seeing her destroy all those peoples. Um, um, look, let's talk then. Uh, I was a little gutted we didn't see more of Evil Doctor Strange, as in Evil Doctor Strange, the version from What If. Well, we kind of did, but not. This wasn't that. It wasn't the exact same one, but it was a version of like basically in What If we've seen that there are and and they touch on with the Illuminati, which we haven't even talked about. We're gonna get. To uh, that there are that most versions of strange actually go too far yes and so this is a version of yes. strange that's gone too far it's not the same one from what if but it touches on that but same he was concept. using the dark hole the same way wonder was the yes. book the yes. evil book the bad book yes it um, seems like a similar outcome let's just quickly then talk about how that fight between wonder and dr strange finishes up so the very beginning i talked about it a moment ago an alternate version of dr strange gets killed by one of wonder's minions in a different reality yes and that ends up in 616 our reality right yes and there's a lot of inception stuff that comes from here i'll be be quick though so wanda as i mentioned is trying to steal america chavez's powers dr strange uses this uh dream walking state to project himself into dead dr strange from the original opening sequence that dr strange the ponytail that gets killed from a different dimension and brought while stuck in a different dimension yes yes, yes. yada 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 lots of things get very quickly (laughs) i i guess that within half an hour what that that was going to happen? Well, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? You bore, they, it but that's okay. They, though. they set up a dead doctor, a second Doctor Strange in the universe. Yeah, they set up the dream thing. I almost turned. I felt I can't. I didn't want to ruin it for you. It was, so but it's not that big a deal because like certain things are going to be telegraphed in these movies. <clears throat> I don't think it was meant to be a twist. It was. It was like a Chekhov's. It was a Chekhov's Doctor Strange dead body. Yeah, it, was. <laughs> it, it really was. Like I don't think you know that that's going to come back. It annoyed. Why me. else show it? Well, right. Let me finish. It annoyed. It annoyed me because I've lost my train of thought. Um, because in that final scene where it's Wanda, her absolute most powerful versus Doctor Strange, there were no stakes. She could just kill that version of Doctor Strange and it wouldn't matter. Wong was kind of in the background as well. It's like, we weren't going to, our Doctor Strange isn't losing anything. Yeah. Other than he might get stuck in that dimension. So what? Like it, yeah, the stakes were lowered by that. I think that he's, that's, that's a kind of a product of them making it seem like it, like it felt really risky what he was doing because when he goes and and dream dances with a dead body, he enters a new realm where dream it's dances. like whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> what is it? Dream, dream walking. walking. Whenever he does that, he does it into a dead body. We've seen everybody do it with like live people, yeah. and it's creepy. When he doesn't do the dead body, it gets like really weird because yeah, there's like sure. dark like hell spirits basically sure. that torment him. And because they see they yada yada over that lore. Like, it does feel scary. I'm like, oh, fuck, he might be screwed now. But I don't really have enough context to be like, is he really? Sure. Like, there was no risk to him doing that because we didn't establish the stakes of it. So I, I take your point. But I, I still thought the art direction of that was really cool. It was all right. Like, when he turns into Zombie Strange and is flying around with these, like, weird ghouls coming out of him. Yeah, yeah, It was like really that. creative and cool. Didn't think the CGI on the actual Strange itself, the decomposing body, was great. I don't think it was CGI. I think it was prosthetics. Oh, well, f- that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I thought it was CGI. All right. Let's then talk about the Illuminati. 
Yes. Which is such a dumb name, but I guess it's supposed to be Comic book. so dumb. Comic books, baby. <laughs> That's stupid. Such a dumb name. So the Illuminati, as in real life, is a collection of individuals. Who, well, as in real life. I was going to say, that's ex- not what it is As in believed real life. in real life, is a collection of individuals who essentially, um, they watch over and they direct the world, the Run way the, the world, world is going. Yeah, effectively. And in this, and in the comic book universe, the, the, uh, Illuminati, the, Thurman, the Illuminati is exactly that. It is uh, a collection of the smartest heroes yes. who join together to try and shape the way the world is going, to try and stop, essentially, b- breakdowns in communication between the different groups. Now, mm-hmm. we get some fucking great cameos in this, don't mm-hmm. we? we? So do. the cameos we get, so let's talk through who is on... What happens is Doctor Strange gets busted into a reality which is all futuristic and very nice. Like New York post-Thanos. It's, it's like it's New nice. York 20... 20, 2,250. If we were green friendly. If Elon Musk ran the world. No, I'm yeah. kidding. Uh, I hate that guy. Do you really? Anyway, nice. side note. Cameos then. So we get yeah. this Illuminati team who is like a group of our smartest heroes. And we have, we get Professor Xavier, who is once again Patrick Stewart Patrick reprising Stewart. the role. It seems as though he is the version from the 1990s X-Men comic because of his yellow chair. We get John Krasinski as Reed Richards, who's long, long, long been rumored to be that character. If you're going to do that, I, do, I think that carries into the other movies. I would What's like, the point? I'd like to see it, but it might just be a nod to the fans. Because, yeah. I mean, they're going with a different direction. With I think they might go younger again for our Fantastic but Four. But what makes you say that? Well, you think the Fantastic Four is one of the key pillars of the Marvel Universe in the comics and have been since the 60s. So many stories to tell about them. And if they want to do it well and they want them to longevity... Like, they are want you, these characters to be around John for Kansky's 10 years. old? I'm not, Is but... Is that I, your point? He's older. I think he's got plenty of life he's left older. in him, eh? I'd him say they'll probably go a bit yeah. younger to begin with. Anyway, we've got John Krasinski, who I really liked. We've got Captain Marvel, who is played by uh, Carol Danvers' best mate from the first movie, who is Lashana Lynch, Monica Rambeau. Mm-hmm. We have Black Bolt of the Inhumans, who we'll explain in just a moment. We've got Captain Carter, who returned as Hayley Atwell. And we've got Chiwetel Ejiofor who is obviously Baron Mordo. A bunch who, of these are kind of like what-if style versions or even different. are alternate versions of yeah. a lot of these characters. So like I say, Haley Atwell, Captain Carter, is an alternate version of Captain America. We know that. Yeah. Um, Monica Rambeau is an alternate version of uh, Captain Marvel. Yep. Said that. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor is the same character, basically, but in this universe, he has become uh, the, Sorcerer uh, Supreme. Sorcerer Supreme. I knew there was a word yeah. for it. But he was, bo- he was the leader of both, it seems. He was like the deciding vote in I, the end. I think they're all equal in that, oh. in that format. Uh, I think he just took power for himself because he's an asshole. Mm. Uh, let's talk a bit about Black Bolt very quickly. You didn't know who that was, right? No, so I kind of saw him being a setup to be kind of a, a laugh. Yeah. Kind, yeah. I mean, in a sense, yeah. he nowadays is. So mm. from the comics, obviously we know the X-Men properties for cinema used to be owned by Fox. Yeah. So what happened was Marvel Comics started to try and stop writing as many comics about the X-Men series as possible. You know, obviously, except for the, the cash cows, yeah, Wolverines, etc. Yes. So what they did was they created a new team who were incredibly similar, <laughs> incredibly similar, except lived on the moon. And it, they basically have this thing called Terrigen Mist, which is mined on the moon. And their peoples, they get, uh, they get put into a chamber with this and they come out with some sort of power. Okay. And you're either a good power or a bad power. Now... If you're a bad power, you end up mining for more of the Terrigen Mist. <laughs> if you're a good power, you basically get to live in high society. And it's an interesting uh, interesting flip. And they tried to do that with a TV show, The Inhumans, recently, which was 
being pushed it got pushed from being a movie into being a tv show and then mm. got really sidelined because the mo- tv show was bad terrible real terrible. real bad but it was interesting seeing this dude playing black bolt who is the leader of the inhumans the king essentially his superpower is that if he speaks or he utters words it's it's like a tidal wave of power it just blows the shit out of whatever's in front of it he, yes and that they show that with that universe is Doctor Strange. Yeah, and so what we in that new universe, going back full circle, where they land in this new universe where Doctor Strange has apparently died killing Thanos, and that was his like he's, there's commemorations of him everywhere. Statues. We yeah, sorry, statues. We uh, and he's he's kind of put into a little lab to be experimented on. A version of Claire is you know his his chick or not so chick is there. They have a little moment, and then he gets pulled in in front of the Illuminati. You mean who, Christine? Christine, not not Claire. <laughs> Christine shows you she was underutilized. Um, yeah, again, underutilized. Rachel McAdams. Sorry to say, and then he's pulled up in front of this, this group, and they're like, "Dude, like, we're what actually we we're not worried about this Wanda chick. Like, we're worried about you, yeah. bro." Because and they're like, and then Xavier comes out, tells him the truth. He's been using um, the dark hold in that universe. In that universe, yeah, he's been using the dark hold to basically what what was the reasoning? I to forget. defeat Thanos, and I think he just couldn't stop. Yeah, and it gets out started. of hand, yeah. and he causes an incursion, which yes. is when two, which we should talk about, which is when two so universes in the multiverse collide, collide, and either destroy both or one survives. Yes, and there's a lot of lore on this. It's obviously what's coming, right? Yeah, in clearly. the in the next uh, phase or two. Um, I liked it. I, I loved that. I loved the that inclusion of awesome. all those characters. Yeah. Thought that bit of backstory around their Doctor Strange was really interesting. Yes. And I also loved that uh, Scarlet Witch destroyed them in about 30 yeah. seconds. And shortly thereafter, when he's like, no, I think you actually should stop worrying about me. And Patrick Stewart actually agrees. Steve, yeah. Steve Jobs, I should say. Steve Jobs. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he agrees. He's like, you know what? Actually, I think we should tell him the truth because I think this is shit's going down right now. Because yeah. they send a couple of the Avengers out. They keep or the Illuminati out. They Big explosions. Silence. Looks sounds like they're dying, but one by one, and we actually get to see that happen, which is it's like great. really increases the badassery. Really of Scarlet great, Scarlet Witch. You yeah. see her just like blow the head off of the fork the, guy. The, the best bit about yeah. the Black Bolt. So Black Bolt's yeah. power is that if he speaks, he can destroy whatever's in front of him. Yeah, and and then they basically say like Black Bolt, go on, do your thing. After she, giving her a big prep speech, like watch out, she, we're gonna kill you if you don't stop. And yeah. she does the Matrix thing of being like, how you, how can you speak if you don't have a mouth? And then he looks down, literally it's the Matrix, right? Yeah. Like the bit, his mouth is gone and he yeah. tries to speak and it blows his own head out the back. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. And then she just dispatches of all of them. Like the, one Reed by Richards, one by one, yeah. Reed Richards just destroyed. Pretty quickly, yeah. Monica Rambeau holds up pretty well. She keeps the fight going for a little which bit. Is, which like, is what you'd expect, right? Yeah, yeah. She's the, one of the most powerful Avengers. It's yeah. cool. She basically gets taken down by a statue, which kind of is a bit of a poor ending for her. Which I'm kind of like, also, would that kill her? Probably not, but at the same time, whatever. I I liked that they just had to incapacitate her rather yeah. than because she like you saw she she wasn't destroyed she was still mm. kind of there. I mm. liked it. Captain Carter got cut in half. That was gnarly, brutal. Blood on the on the yeah. But I liked the fact that they also tied off all of those characters. Like yeah. people have been saying they wanted his characters in the MCU. I'm glad it's like they're all gone. They're yeah, all no, dead. You don't. And um, except for Chiatel Ejiofor, who that version is still alive. Patrick Stewart's death was probably my favorite of all Most of them. gruesome. It was amazing. Yeah. He aff- affects... So everyone knows that Professor X, he, he's a 
telepath. He's got mind stuff going on. Yeah, he sees people's minds and shit. Yeah. He full Steve Job outfits into <laughs> so, like, Wanda's mind. Just to, to, to calm her down. And when he comes out, he can walk and is in the Steve Job. Well, he's in her mind. Yeah, so he's, he's in her mind. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a... He's about to... Yeah. He goes into her mind. And he, he is about to announce a new iPhone. He's like, this is iPhone phase four. <laughs> and, but he goes in and he finds that Wanda Maximoff is still in there, but she's under rubble and the Scarlet Witch has taken over. So. Yeah. It's like a, the two versions, like the split personality. And he tries to save, but is snuck up on by the yeah. Scarlet Witch who snaps his neck. It's like, it's cr- really cool cinematic. It's like, he's, he's trying to pull her out of this rubble and you can see from her view behind, like the all this smoke is slowly yeah. coming and then she emerged in the mist, like kind of evil looking as well. Yeah, it's cool. And just fucking... Very sad. The so the the next snaps in the in that reality, but also the same time in reality. Yeah. In, our, in the the multiverse yeah, at the same time. In the reality, reality of the other reality. So many realities. Yeah. And I think, and I think that was a real highlight of the movie. Yeah. That was real fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was a really good part of it. Let's super quickly then talk about the post credit scenes. So the yep. post credit scenes. There are two of them. The very first one is we find out that. Doctor Strange has had to use the Darkhold, as we mentioned, to get help out America Chavez, etc. Before destroying all of them. Yes. Or actually, correct. Wanda does that. Wanda destroys anyway. all. Yeah, yeah. He wins. Yeah. What do you? What do you? What do you expect? And he's got a third eye now. Yes. So, and it's implied because the evil Doctor Strange that uses it a lot that he fights had a third eye. It's because of the Dark. Because holds. of the. It's implied it's from that. Motherfucker barely used it, but yeah, I guess he like possessed. Second, but I guess he possessed a dead version of himself, which maybe makes it even worse. Could be. Who knows? We'll find out. Hopefully, they expand on that. But what does that mean? I don't know. And I looked up. I had to look up. He has in the comics had a third eye before, but it tends to be to do with Eye of Agamotto, which has been destroyed. The Time Stone. Yeah. So I don't really fucking know. This must they're be probably going to make some shit up. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm intrigued. The CGI was bad. Uh, I didn't really like it. It was. It was. It's a new way for Doctor Strange. And that linked into the second one, which was Charlize Theron's character, who is playing Doctor Clear Strange, who is... His wife in the comics, right? A wife in the comics. One-time wife. Yeah, Uh, yeah, she's a love interest. And they both essentially hop into the Dark Dimension together. Now, that's intriguing for a couple of reasons. Yes, in the comics, they have a past relationship. But she is also often in the comics related to Dormammu. So yeah, who's the guy from Doctor Strange one? The, the bad guy from Doctor Strange one. Yeah. So is he jumping in to help her, or is he jumping in to be tricked by her? It's gonna be an interesting. Or are they like? Because she says something about like. I guess now we're in the theory looking forward portion of the podcast. Yeah. If he says something about like, you cause an incursion, let's stop it. Yeah. And so I wonder maybe, you know, there's multiple realities, right? Yeah. The yeah. Me- multiple dimensions in a Infinite. universe, maybe. This the the incursion that's coming to take them over. I would find it interesting if maybe they have to take Dormammu out of his time loop. Because remember they yeah, left they him in a time will. loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they need his help to go stop this other incursion from destroying their universe. So it's like the enemy of my again. enemy is my friend kind yeah, of thing. Okay. That'd be interesting. Anyway, look, I am baffled by where this is going to go. Like, I I often come at the end of these podcasts with theories and things I think I might that might power the rest. Of, no idea. Really? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that now we have the framework for like how well, the, the, the ma- multiverse the big, stuff works. The big bad's supposed to be Jonathan Majors yeah. as Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. And I get that. And there's going to be mul- hundreds of versions. And that's going to be an incursion that happens. And they're is all it just, is it that simple? 
No, there'll be more shit too. They'll be like the, they'll be like but that's what I mean. The lore, I don't know. they'll be like the lore stuff, like around the magic that we barely got. You'd hope mm-hmm. there'd be some stuff around that. An evil guy there. There's gonna be maybe even some X Men. I would uh, like that. There might be some X Men. All right, let's yeah. quickly do. You got anything else to mention before? No, we man. I think we've we've done it. We've covered it all. We did it all. We yeah. did it, baby. All right, yeah. let's do you some true or false trivia, DL. Yeah. Right. See so you quickly then. At the beginning of the movie and in the trailer. We see a one-eyed tens- tentacle monster, uh, which in Marvel comics is known as Shua Magorath, uh, <laughs> who was named, oh my God, from the phase in Robert E. Howard's short story, The Curse of the Golden Skull. True or false? Now, due to, due to rights issues between Marvel and Howard's estate, the film has the monster, but has renamed it as Gargantos. It's true or false? They did have a name for it. I don't it, know. it is true. Yeah, okay. Assen- essentially, there's, there's, <laughs> it is a thing in the comics. They had to rename it because of rights issues. Who cares? Long story short. Yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting. Like the yeah, fact that okay. even though Disney's buying up everything in the world, they couldn't quite get hold of. Yeah, that's odd. What are the rights issues there? It's a weird one. He owns the rights. Said to dude, just the Robert end. E. Howard. Just the weird. Well, he created it, basically. So he's like, yeah, yeah mine, bitches. All right. True or false? The makers of uh, Multiverse of Madness cite Steven Spielberg films as influence for the action and horror scenes, most notably Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Is this true or is this false? I'd say true, I guess. I was trying to trick you there, but it is actually true. So it's uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, Poltergeist, and Gremlins. I don't know if you've ever seen Gremlins, but that's going to be one we do at some point. That is a fantastic 80s movie. I've definitely seen Gremlins. It's uh. fabulous. I, I really I really like that, like taking inspiration from these 80s-style movies where it was probably more body horror and more mm. like... Intimate. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Final one then. In April 22, Saudi Arabian film censors demanding that a 12-second long scene in the film would be cut in order to be released in their local theatres. The scene in question is where America Chavez mentions her two mothers, a.k.a. lesbian parents. It's false. It's China. No, it's true. It was Saudi Arabia. Saudi oh. Arabia. However, uh, Marvel and Disney refused to cut the 12 seconds, probably because the Saudi Arabian market's tiny. I if thought it, China also had an issue with it. If it was China... Yeah. They would have probably cut it because that's where they make all their money. <laughs> um, that was our rambling overview of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, DL. What did you think? I, I loved it, man. I loved it. Did you, did you have any correspondence this week from other people that have maybe seen this movie right when it came out? I like these powwows. We talk through all the things yeah. I do and don't like about these movies. Yeah. We did. I actually had an in-person chat nice. with friend of the show, Ollie, who, I have to say, shared a lot of my... Uh, con- not concerns, but lack of enthusiasm around yeah. the movie. But it's funny because you kind of liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I didn't mind it. Yeah. At the time. This is way better than that. Like, eons better. <laughs> anyway. I, it's I, very I, true. I hear you. We also had some other correspondence. Let us know, you guys, if you what you thought of the movie. If you've seen it yet. I'm, you're asking me that. And this movie's been out two days. Yeah. So Most people have it. Most people probably yeah, haven't. Let us enough. know, guys. Hit us up at Podcast Assemble on Instagram or... The Podcast Assemble at gmail.com. That's absolutely where you can f- hit us up. We had a couple of other bits of correspondence this week. We had a friend of the show, Joe, who sent us memes. Memes are back, baby. Yeah. I called one out the beginning of the show. I sent you this one. I forwarded you this. And we should put it on our Instagram. 
but it was from BGM uh, Trends who did a version of Spider-Man where all of his big moments in movies failed. Oh, now, dear. it's hard to explain. I, I sent you this, and it's, for example, the one where he's... Um, for example, the one from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie where he's trying to stop the train. Yes. And then his arms and that legs like, just explode was, off him. That was gruesome. <laughs> it was gruesome, but bloody hilarious. Yeah. I'm glad you liked that. Um, a couple of other very quick bits of news then. Friend of the show, Matt, my brother actually, messaged this week. And yeah. he said, oh my God, uh, Moon Knight episode four. What the hell? How many episodes have you seen? I haven't seen it yet. Can't talk about it. Sorry, boys. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. I just said... Wait for episode five, buddy. You, you, your Earth is, is going to be shattered. It um, gets worse. Matt, let us know next week if you finally get around to watching episode five and six. Uh, DL, maybe maybe we talk about Moon Knight next week? Yeah, yeah. I'm down. I'll finish it. I'll finish it. We will come back to it. Final bit of correspondence <laughs> then. We had a couple of messages on our post this week. Thank you, friend of the show, Lockie, as always, uh, about uh zendaya potentially returning only for a cameo in the fourth spider-man movie which has been apparently green lit a couple of bits of uh, uh correspondence uh uncle dyl94 instagram thank you for your comment uh just mentioned he, he said he reckons probably just show up in a post credit scene maybe because if she's going off to mit which i think's in chicago mit is boston yeah it's in boston right yeah. Uh, and he stays in New York, which he is doing. She's probably going to be a very minor scene. Well, it also like the whole point is this restarts his thing, so you can have another love interest. Like you know that he can you can build yeah, yeah. from Most other characters yeah. in the Spider-Man universe. Also, I just think that if they, you know, she's she's pretty popular now. So like I'm wondering wondering if it's hard to lock her down too. It's kind of like True. give her give her a break, let her come back later. I don't know. Interesting. They've greenlit this when Tom Holland just came out and said he wanted a break from movies as well. Greenlit it means like you know three years from now it might come out. Fair. Yeah. Well, thank you all for your correspondence. We do love it. Um, DL, I don't know if you want to wrap up the show. Yeah, Where man. can they find us? Keeps, they can find us at uh, the podcast assemble at gmail.com or podcast assemble on Instagram. Um, send us memes, as Tommy said. We like them. You can also pass the pod on to some friends if you like it. Um, it sounds like most people just want to hear our banter, so you can just give us a review after the 15 minutes of banter. That's fine, too. Uh, and thanks, Lucky, again for social media. Now you're killing it. I think that's it, man. Thanks, Tommy. It's been a good one. Thanks for sticking with the rambling, guys. Yeah. Tally ho. Tally ho.